0: Hello and welcome to the show. You're listening to the WE Podcast where we speak, we grow, we rise. I'm your host, Sarah Meneres, and I'm passionate about creating community and providing a space for speaking authentic truth, growing together, and rising above challenges and into the full power of all we were created to be. This week on the WE Podcast... I am your guest. (laughs) This week I am bringing to you a special birthday edition because today is my birthday. So we are going to go ahead and dive in. Welcome, welcome. Today is September 10th, 2018. So for the record, that is my birthday. (laughs) Today is my 39th birthday. So I am starting my last year of my 30s. No pressure (laughs) to go out with a bang, right? (laughs) That is fully my intention, though, this year, to fully live this last year of my 30s with major intention, and I have some pretty awesome goals that I plan to accomplish this year. I think birthdays are an amazing opportunity to stop, to pause, to reevaluate, to review how things have been going and also to take a good look at where you want to go. Where are you headed? And for me, my birthday has been very, very pivotal time for me in my life. And so I want to tell you a little bit more about that. Now, some of you have probably heard this story because... It has really changed the course and trajectory of my life. Um, I know not to sound dramatic, but (laughs) it's true. (laughs) It is very, very true. And so I want to give you a little bit of backstory. And this is not necessarily something that I talk about often. So you might not have heard this part, but I will say that September 10, 2015, which was three years ago today, is the day that I made a commitment to myself. I made a commitment to myself to live without allowing fear to stop me. Huge, huge, huge. So this is not only my birthday, but it's an anniversary to me. It's It's an anniversary of the day that I made this commitment and the day that my life really began to shift for the positive. So like I said, there's a little bit of backstory here. So how do you get to the day? How do you get to the day where you make that commitment? That's huge, right? It's absolutely huge. And I guess the question is, is how do you get to the day where you live that commitment And you actually follow through with it because there's a big difference. I think a lot of times we make a commitment to ourselves, but we don't follow through. And I think there's a difference between making kind of a flippant goal, which we do a lot. Yeah, I want to lose weight. Yeah, I want to do this. Yeah, I want to do that. But we don't feel it within our core. We don't also do any of the things that we need to do to follow up, like setting the goals What does this look like? How will my life be when this is different? We forget about all of those pieces. And so that's a really, 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 really big part in whether or not you create sustainable change. But I also think that a lot of times it's a cumulative effect. It's the effect of a lot of things happening to prepare you ultimately for the moment that you say enough's enough and that's where I got on that day enough was enough I was tired of living in fear I was tired of not living up to my full potential there were a lot of things that had happened and I think at this point the fear of not living, overrode the other fears that I had. So in 2012, I had Logan. I had had a really scary situation happen at work around this time that really shook me, really caused a lot of fear, and that led up to then uh, early 2012, my mom disappeared uh, in completely unexpected. That was really, really, really difficult. I feel like your mom is someone for a lot of us who is like our foundation, our stabilizer, right? (laughs) So never in a million years would I have predicted what happened there. Never would I have predicted that she would disappear, that I wouldn't know where she was, that I wouldn't know what was going on, because she was so active in our lives. So early 2012, that happened. Someday I'll tell more of the story of that. (laughs) But the reality is, is I miss my mom on a regular basis. It's hard, hard, hard to lose a parent. And then the next year, in 2013, my dad got really sick. So he had had um, heart attacks and then ended up having a triple bypass and then multiple strokes after that. So things really changed. And it goes from you kind of being the child, right? Even though you're an adult, even though you have your own children, there's this shift that occurs where all of a sudden you're... You're the caretaker and you're in a completely different role. And so there was that shift. But then also during this period, there was a lot of there was a lot of unknowns. There was a lot of unknowns of whether or not he would pull through, whether or not he would get better. Lots of time at the hospital, lots of time um, at his house trying to uh, help him do things that he could he could do previously and now couldn't. So lots of shaking up of, of the world there. He has recovered through, over time, which has been amazing. But shortly after that, once he started getting better, he moved to Florida. So he was really far away. So that adds another element of not having that same support when they move far away, which is is what they needed to do for them and his health, and I totally get it. But here's another piece in the shaking up of the world, the shaking up of the way that things typically were. And sometimes that really sucks. (laughs) But... And, not but, and we need it, though. And we don't realize we need it a lot of times in this moment. But it helps us in our progression and our growth forward. So then in 2014, my brother died unexpectedly in a car accident. And that was really hard because he passed away. My mom wasn't here My dad wasn't doing very well, and so I jumped in, and I had to be the one in charge. And, oh man, that was really, really, really tough. Then in 2015, so this is the year of my declaration, 2015, my daughter Aubrey got sick. And I don't think this is something I've really publicly talked about before, But we found a nodule on her thyroid. And when we first found it, you know, we didn't really think it was that big of a deal. Uh, We thought maybe, you know, she was sick and she had a swollen lymph node or something like that. But when we took her into the doctor and then obviously the doctor thought it was much more urgent than we were expecting. And so then we went through a course of biopsies and ultrasounds and all of those things to find out that this nodule on her thyroid, uh, they couldn't say. It was inconclusive whether or not it was cancerous and it was large. It was actually the size of a golf ball. So we had to make a decision of whether or not to take it out or leave it and try other things and so what we came to was that because she was so young when we found this and that it already had developed so largely in her body that the best thing to do would be to take it out so that year she had half of her thyroid removed and we didn't know until after it was removed and a few days down the road that it was not cancerous, which was a huge, 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 huge blessing. And it was still it was hard, right? Like these are this, these are all examples of things that we can't plan for. They just happen and they shake us up and <laughs> they suck really bad. And there's nothing that we can do, really, to make it different. I couldn't bring my brother back. I couldn't bring my mom back. I couldn't heal my dad. I couldn't heal my daughter. And all of these things, year after year. So I had four or five years of pure wildness, back to back. (laughs) (sighs) and when you deal with things like this, I think it puts in your face that you're not in control. I was not in control. I was not in control of the things that happened around me, the people around me, the decisions that they made, whether or not there was going to be health issues. I didn't have control over that. And so at that point in my life, I figured out that things were going to happen whether I was living in fear or not, that even though I was minding my P's and Q's and trying to follow the rules and trying to please everyone and do whatever it was that I thought other people expected of me, it didn't matter because in my mind, I was, that was my form of control, right? If I could be a rule follower, if I could dot my I's and cross my T's, that everything would be okay. However, even during this point, I knew I had more within me. I knew I had more within me that I needed to be giving, that I needed to be speaking, but I was crippled by fear. Now, the accumulation of all of these events definitely shook my world. Definitely made me look at things much, much, much differently. And, you know, I've heard people talk about the fact that in order to make a huge change, you have to get to the bottom, right? We have to hit rock bottom. We have to experience negative things. And that's not necessarily my wish for you. (laughs) Like I don't want you to have to experience negative things in your life in order to get to a place where you make a commitment to yourself. So if you can learn from other people's experiences, if you can learn from seeing other people get to this point and then making a commitment, if that can keep you from having to have experience that are hard and hurtful then so be it absolutely awesome and this is why I tell you these things this is why I tell you my experiences because I would love for you to be able to bypass the pain of loss and grief and sickness and all of those things before you get to a point where you actually make the commitment to yourself that you deserve. So that year, September 10th, 2015, my birthday, I was in a different place. I was feeling pretty victim, victim victimized. poor me. why does all this stuff happen to me? I don't have any support. That was a hard shift, I will say. A very, very hard shift, but really thinking, really feeling sorry for myself and looking more towards my husband for stability and happiness and all of the things that I felt like I was then lacking, maybe that I had been getting from my parents or just a general sense of the world is a safe and easy place. (laughs) I don't know. I don't know that I ever had that sense totally, (laughs) but (laughs) it got shook up quite a bit more, I would say in those years. And so my birthday came around that year and Nick had been asking me what I wanted to do for my birthday. And because I was in that frame of mind you know, I really wanted him to make my birthday special. I really wanted him to pull out all the stops. You know, think about all the things in the last year that I said I wanted and get me a really super thoughtful gift and invite my friends over and throw me a party. And, you know, you have these grand visions in your mind. <laughs> but then when he would ask me what I wanted to do, I, would, I wouldn't tell him. I wouldn't tell him, I would say, you know, whatever, I'm happy to do whatever, Uh, whatever you think, I trust you, you can plan it. Okay, number one, bad idea right there, because I was completely setting him up for failure and I didn't realize this until after, until my realization, until my true like epiphany moment, I did not realize that at all. I think we do that as women. Uh, I think men do it also. We, We get this image in our mind of what we want and then we don't communicate it and then we're pissed and we're sad and we're let down and we're all of these things. We're victims when it doesn't happen rather than making that shift in taking control of your own life, your own happiness. And I'm jumping ahead, but we are getting there. (laughs) So that birthday, it ended up terrible. I will just say that I'm not going to go into the ugly details, but needless to say, he planned a birthday party that was good for him. And with mostly his friends and doing things that I really didn't like to do. And so when the birthday was over, I was angry, 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 angry. Uh, I was pissed. We'll just say that. (laughs) I was not happy. (laughs) And so I could have definitely used that control to continue my downward spiral, to continue my poor me, look at all of these things happened to me, and now my husband can't even plan a birthday party that I like, and obviously he doesn't love me, whatever, whatever. We all know those rabbit holes that we go down. And as long as you're looking outside of yourself for your own validation That is going to happen. You are going to go down those rabbit holes. His love for me and my value had absolutely nothing to do with my birthday. But somehow we link those together. We associate those. And then, gosh, that's so much freaking pressure to put on somebody. But it's never going to be good enough is the thing. It will never, ever, ever be good enough. So that day I realized that day I shifted completely and I took full responsibility for myself. So on my actual birthday, see Nick's party was the, the night before. So on my actual birthday I woke up and I was mad and, and I had this conversation with myself and I I said within that moment, I'm, I'm done. I'm done, not with my marriage. Not with our relationship or anything like that. I was done with pretending that everything was good. I was done going with the flow. I was done allowing other people to lead my life and then being disappointed. I was ready to take control. This is a pivotal moment for all of us. So, whatever your circumstances are that lead you up to that, hopefully they don't have to be devastating experiences. You can say right now in this moment and feel it to your core, I'm done, and then really truly be done. I was really truly done. So that day we went and did whatever I wanted, and I said, I'm, we're doing whatever I want to do today. We went to a Greek restaurant, which I love Greek food. Nobody else in my family really does except Aubrey. Uh, (laughs) And it was amazing. And I wasn't concerned about making other people uncomfortable by having them go to a restaurant they didn't want to be at. Everybody was fine. It was great. It was me. It was what I wanted to do. And then we went and looked for a dress because I love 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 dresses. I am so a dress girl. And then we went to the bookstore. And at that point there was a book that had just come out that I really, really wanted to read. And so I bought this book. And I came home and I started reading it. And I think that I read it within I don't know a day or two. I just couldn't get enough of it. And the reason was is because it was exactly what I needed at that moment. This woman, the author of this book, was so, 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 so vulnerable. She told her story. And here's the thing. In 2012, I started my own book. I had started a book, and the only thing that had held me back from finishing that book was fear. And I had a lot of excuses as to being busy, Uh, I did have a newborn baby, (laughs) so there's that, (laughs) but I was so fearful. That really is ultimately what held me back, and then I felt like I didn't have enough information. Like There was all of these excuses as to why I couldn't do it. Then in 2014, I started a blog and thought, okay, well, I'll just do shorter posts. I'll just do shorter spouts of writing. I could not publish that blog because I was so fearful about what other people were going to think about being vulnerable, putting my thoughts out there. I just couldn't bring myself to do it. And so when I read this book on my birthday, it was so hugely inspiring to me because it became a bestseller. It was very, very, very popular And so many people loved it. And I was completely floored by people's reaction to her vulnerability. They weren't saying, well, okay, maybe there was like the 2% of people who are just mean and hateful within their own selves who, who gave negative feedback. But for the most part, the feedback was, thank you. Thank you so much. Thank you for helping me. Thank you for sharing your story with me. Thank you for your vulnerability, and it inspired me so, so much. So at that point, I started publishing my first blog. I made a huge, huge shift. I wrote a letter to my husband, filling him in. <laughs> filling him in on my frame of mind, my, the the internal shift that I had had how different things were going to be moving forward, and how I needed him to support me. So here's another piece. A lot of times we make a shift within ourselves and then we forget to tell the people (laughs) who are the closest to us and who are our biggest supports. And then we cannot figure out why they're not supporting us. And so the first person that I was completely vulnerable and authentic and raw with was Nick. It necessarily wasn't uh, the easiest thing for him to hear. There were some things that I needed to say and that I needed to get out that I had been holding in. I had been holding them in, but it was my own doing Because I hadn't told him. I hadn't been authentic with him. Because I had just been trying to please and go with the flow. And so to get this information from your spouse who you think you're going along, everything's great, everything's fine, it's a big deal, right? And so that was the number one thing I had to do is I had to get my relationship right. I had to get on the same page with him. And so this has been a progression for sure. This was three years ago. And over the last three years, I can tell you, we have continued to build. We have gone to counseling. We have worked on ourselves. I've gone to counseling by myself. He's gone to counseling. We have decided to focus on moving forward, not being stuck in the same place, not spinning our wheels and and then bashing our head against the wall because we can't understand why things aren't different. So we made the commitment to do what we needed to do to move forward. I made the commitment within my own self. To do what I needed to do, I continue to go to therapy. I continue to have an amazing woman who I see, um, which is where I go to get poured back into. Right? I have to have my own things, my own relationships with my girlfriends who are just amazing, and I can't imagine my life without the the new connections that I made with amazing women throughout this process. And so when I started doing this, I started putting myself out there. I started to really also have clarity in where it was I needed to be, where it was I was headed, where it was that my heart was telling me I needed to go because this is what I was created for. At this point, The doors swing open wide, my friends, because you start to listen to yourself. When you are so focused on pleasing everybody else and just going with the flow and not speaking up, you mute your inner voice. You mute who you are. So she stops talking. She stops talking. And we have to teach her to start talking again, because when you haven't listened for so long, eventually she says, okay, well, you're not going to listen to me anyways. So I'm going to stop telling you. We've got to make this shift within ourselves. We've got to make this commitment to know who we are, to stay true to who we are, to listen. And the more you listen, the more she speaks the more you listen the more information that you get and so i'm i'm not saying in one day all of the sudden i had everything that i wanted <laughs> i wish that were true <laughs> however in one day i completely jumped off one track onto another it's it's a progression, it's a process, and I'm not on the same track anymore. I'm not on the track to feeling sorry for myself, not listening to myself. Why do we do this? Why, 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 why do we do this? And I look back to the way that I was living before and it makes me sad. It really, really makes me sad to think of all the things that I did to numb my inner voice, to not listen to my inner voice, to numb who I was. It, it's terrible. And so this is liberating. It's a, it's a liberation. To take responsibility for yourself is to be free. You don't have to depend on other people for your happiness. You don't have to depend on other people to plan your birthday party. You get to do it yourself. (laughs) And you get to do it however you want to do it, which is amazing. And the people you love, they show up and they're happy to go to a Greek restaurant or whatever it is because they love you and they care about you and that's how they they want to support you and be with you. And so at some point we have to make this commitment. We have to make this shift to being able to live our life authentically who we are without allowing fear to stop us from stepping into that space because it's waiting. It is waiting to be filled. It is waiting for you to say, okay, okay, I get it. I hear you and I am making a commitment to myself. I really hope that you're able to do this today. That is really one of my birthday wishes this year is that I can help as many people as possible to make this shift within their own life. I want to see you free. I want to see you living consistently, authentically, putting your beautiful creativity and gifts out into the world, out into where they need to be rather than holding them inside and keeping them locked away in order to try and accommodate and please other people. Now here's the thing, not accommodating and not pleasing other people does not mean that we have to be rude or mean. We're allowed to have empathy and boundaries at the same time. We're allowed to be ourselves and say no, and that doesn't mean that we're mean. It doesn't mean that we're horrible. It doesn't mean any of those things, empathy, love, compassion, All of those things are accentuated with boundaries. All of those things can be so much bigger and so much deeper when you are being authentic and true within your own self because then you're not bitter. I was bitter, y'all. I'm going to be honest. I was resentful. And it took me having to see that I was bitter and resentful because I had set that up for myself In order for it to shift. And so I know that's a hard concept. (laughs) I know it's a lot easier to blame other people. and But really it's not. Because it's not easier to live angry and resentful. And with all of these things that are weighing down your heart. So just imagine how much more freeing it is. Imagine how much more freeing it is to be responsible for your own self. You can be more compassionate. You can be more loving. You can be more empathetic because you don't have that anger weighing you down. I just want to encourage you today. I really just want to encourage you to take a look at what is the commitment that you need to make to yourself. And Can you make that to yourself today? Can you say on this day, September 10th, 2018, make this your anniversary date with me as well? And then we can come back and we can celebrate our anniversaries together every single year, which is so amazing. (laughs) So what commitment will you make? And I would love, love, love for you to tell me what it is. So if you're listening to this and you get off of here and you sit, just sit for a little bit. Just just think about what is it? You know, you know, the answers are within you. You just have to stop and you have to listen and say, what is the commitment that I need to make to myself to start living my life fully and with passion and With positivity and without fear and negativity and anger and all of those things weighing me down. What commitment do I need to make? And I guarantee you when you're able to make this commitment to yourself, everything will change. I cannot wait to hear what changes that this makes for you. So thank you. Thank you so much being a part of my life thank you for showing up here with me every single week thank you for your love and your support and for allowing me to be vulnerable that is huge y'all like that is absolutely huge and I just want to say thank you so much from the very 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 bottom of my heart for your support and your love it really really means the world to me so send me a message. I want to hear, I want to hear what your commitment is. September 10th, 2018, no more allowing fear to stop you from being who you really truly are, from putting out what it is that you need to put out into the world. This is the day, this is the time you can do it. I know you can. you so much for joining me today on this special birthday episode of the we podcast i'm excited to journey with you over this next year there are amazing amazing wonderful things to come so remember your story makes you who you are speak your truth grow constantly rise above and always know you are not on this journey alone see you next time